Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome to Elementary Springfield. We're back. We're We're back. We're back, baby. We're back. Oh my gosh. I'm Lauren Buck. And I'm Claire Sullivan. We're Elementary Springfield. Back. Back. We're back. (laughs) Where we are doing uh, The Simpsons seasons three to eight, the golden years, so that Claire can have a proper understanding of how the world works. Yes. And today's episode was season four, episode 13, Lucky 13, Selma's Choice. Yes. Now, I've never seen Sophie's Choice, which the title is based off. Me neither. But my mom has, I'm pretty sure, and she loves it. Is it a sad film? Yeah, yeah. It makes you cry. It's one of the the saddest films in history, I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah. I'm aware. I'm aware of it. It's sad. It's about babies. Yeah. It's from 1982. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Going forward. <laughs> what a weird <laughs> reference for a comedy show. Oh, uh, well, it makes sense. What year was this episode made? Uh, it was made in 1993. Also, people reference Sophie's Choice as a thing. Like, yeah. Comedian it's... Tim Clark had a joke being like, it's a real Sophie's Choice. I don't remember the rest of it, but I remember that was the punchline. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yes, and you would laugh anyway because to a certain extent you would kind of sort of know what it meant even if you'd never actually witnessed the film, which I feel is how exactly. you are about a lot of Simpsons references. So Hey, no, actually most of the Simpsons <laughs> things I've seen and you have not heard of. I haven't heard of them. Yeah, you're like, no, that's from The Simpsons. Like, no, that's based on this obscure film from 1938 and I've seen it. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah. Unfortunately, that is that is where we diverge. Uh, Claire understands the references in The Simpsons because she's actually been exposed to culture. Yes. I have been to exposed to culture through The Simpsons. Which is so, how most people have seen it. We're the original odd couple. <laughs> Great. So it's uh, Selma's Choice, a thing. Uh, the episode we're going to watch this week, we have been on a tiny, tiny little hiatus. <laughs> oh, just a little one. Just a little one. Just about six months or so. Uh, but if you're listening to this in sequence in the years, in the future to come, then don't worry. Uh, we've been here the whole time. Yeah, the whole um, time. No one noticed we were gone. Definitely wasn't like <laughs> lockdown stupor followed by everything's opening up, followed by <laughs> we've got to go and do comedy shows, followed by you going back to Tasmania and now we're back at square one over the internet trying to record as opposed <laughs> to in person together. My Losh, it's been a journey. It has. We're back at the same spot. <laughs> now we're back here. Where we were a year ago. A year ago with you sitting there with your hair wet because you just had a shower. Yeah, it's always wet. I was like, just cut it. So It's always wet. Constantly. <laughs> I have the wettest hair known to mankind. <laughs> it just holds that in for yeah. days, days at a time. Yeah, I don't need wet look gel. My hair no. is made of that stuff. You make your own. Yeah, naturally. It's organic. It's disgusting. <laughs> Every every time I had a lover, they're like, Claire, I love you, but like I can't bear touching I can't bear running my fingers through your slick hair because my hair my hands come away greasy and I can't mm. touch anything for weeks afterwards. They But it does, you know, if you ever need a little bit of oil on something, is your yeah. bed squeaking? Just come over and just rub your head on it. You're exactly. Fine. Yeah. I just I just squeegee out my hair into a frying pan every day for breakfast. Oh, yummy. Yeah. 
Better I than mean, bacon fat. Yeah. Yeah. They talk about duck fat potatoes. It's Have ha- you ever had Claire's hair potatoes? Claire's hair potatoes, they are to die for. Uh, <laughs> Quite a few people have died after they've had them. <laughs> uh, but, you know, they can't prove it. So No, no, yeah, no, no, no. Allegedly have died. <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> it's a sign I can't talk about it anymore because they are under current legal proceeds. Anyway. Claire's poison. So we open with... Oh yeah, we open with oh the like the guy like uh, what's his name? He looks like evil Knievel. evil Knievel type guy, yeah. not and him, but someone very similar to him. Yeah, jumping over like fifty burning school buses, and he he's like yay, and then he does really well, and then he like runs into a wall, and immediately that uh, TV guy's like, how do you feel? And I saw that, and I was like, that's exactly how. Like no, what are you gonna do next? And I was like, that's exactly how I felt. Immediately after Comedy Festival, whenever I had so many people be like, Claire, what are you going to do next? <laughs> so I was like, ah, that, that's, that's, that's me. I just have, I just jumped over 30 burning school buses and now I've been smashed into a wall. People say, what are you doing next? I totally get that. I think to a certain extent, I would say the same thing about like any kind of like once you complete an enormous project and you oh, are yeah. spent yeah. of all of your energy people are like so what are you going to do next and you're like yeah. i'm sorry i'm going to do nothing for a little while yeah. but you know what i hear people say that about people when they've just had a kid oh yes i imagine like, it happens a lot that someone has a fucking kid and then like the next it's like so when are you going to have another one yeah, and you're like you- the paint's not even dry yeah. okay i'm still in the nappies <laughs> that i have to wear post having a baby while i'm in nappies no question about more people being in nappies, thank you. Yeah, I don't need to, I don't need more of these. Yeah, I think Rose Callahan people immediately started asking her when's her next one, and she's Fuck like, "Me dead? Fuck off! <laughs> I just had one, and it was traumatic. every time you ask me, I will add a year. Yeah, like- <laughs> which is what I say if my mum ever asks me. <laughs> she's stopped asking me. Oh actually. really? But she no, but she has she has grandchildren now, so she's fine. <laughs> oh, she doesn't need any more. Doesn't she's need like, any more. No, oh, I'm sated. I'm sated by these other. The grandchildren. Very much so. For, for I'm sure a while. Yep. <laughs> Goose. Uh, so he's going to go to the thing he's going to do next is go to Duck Gardens. <laughs> yes, which is clearly based off Disneyland. Total Disneyland theme park, movie world on the Gold Coast, three park super pass. Oh, but it's absolutely Disneyland because of that uh, that ride. The ride. The, um, the yes. children. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Around the world. Whatever yes. It's called. Yes. And uh, yes, I, I, uh, it's a small world after all. Is that That's ride that it's based the on? One. Yeah, I yeah. went on to that ride and I was like, this ride is fucking boring when I went to Disney World when I uh, went to Japan. Oh my god! I also went on the Japanese Disney. Yes, <laughs> it's a small world. It's a small world is the worst ride. I don't know why I went on it. I was I went on it because it was raining when we went to Tokyo Disney, and yeah. there was not a lot of rides open. Oh, oh, damn. but by the same token, and it was felt so cold. It was actually it snowed on the way home. That's wow. how cold it was that day. But I was so determined to go and. It did mean that there was no one there. Oh, great. And we no got lines. to ride, we got, uh, fuck, we got to ride like Thunderbolt Mountain like three <gasps> times. Yes, that would have so good. It was fucking great. It was so fucking good. <laughs> yeah, we got to go on heaps of shit. It was actually super fun. Oh my God, that's the Even best. It was freezing. 
Um, and my favorite ride was Space Mountain. <gasps> yes. Yes. Oh yes. my god, it's such a good ride. Such a good ride. So, <laughs> so much fun. So much fun. And we were watching like queues all day, and they didn't have any of the passes or whatever it is to skip the queues. So we yeah. just had to kind of look at it and it kept saying like it was an hour and a half, maybe because it was the only inside ride. Yeah. So then by the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I do really want to go on it. And like, so we got in line. I was there with my boyfriend at the time and Cute. we waited for the full like hour and a half. And he was starting to get a little bit like we were, we were freezing. Oh, God. He was starting to get a bit like hungry. He's yeah. like, I don't know about this, Lauren. And then we eventually got on the ride and we came out and he was like, worth it. (laughs) Some of you might have been in the dark so you can't see anything. It just feels like you're just, yeah, it feels like you're in space. You're in a space mountain. Yeah, they get rid of all your depth perception. It's awesome. Ah, fuck yeah. I'm actually a bit of a nut. I like to watch like roller coaster go throughs on YouTube. Okay, that doesn't surprise me because yeah. you also love pimple popping videos. I think you I do, have yes. very yeah. specific niche things you love watching on YouTube. Well I absolutely do. Yeah. I don't know I've got a few YouTube much. No, I've got like a few people I need to watch like a lot actually. Yeah. yeah. And uh shout out to the Tim Tracker. Um because he's <laughs> my favorite. He's in Florida. He's got a cute wife Jen and their uh Jackson, their little baby. Um <laughs> <laughs> I watched Jackson being born. It was really amazing. What? Because um, I didn't think they were going to have kids. So... Watched the birth. Yeah, they had the birth. Yeah, they filmed the birth. Yeah, they filmed the birth. Not the actual like vaginal thing, oh, but they okay. filmed her face giving birth. Oh my god! Oh yeah, that's so. In- that's... And they go to Disneyland and like everything. Like maybe a couple of times a week, they have like you know. Yep, the whatever the three park super pass version of it is, and he's just great, and I love him. <laughs> what I was gonna say is like they, there's a, several uh, videos of Space Mountain with the lights on, and occasionally oh. they actually run it with the lights on for anyone that's curious. Wow! And it just looks like a shitty version of the Mad Mouse, like a kind of shit. Uh, it's like mm, actually some things are better with the lights off. You need that with the lights off. Mm. Oh god, space mouse and do me with the lights off, please. <laughs> <laughs> the main crux of the episode, Duff Gardens, is kind of like the B plot, even though it gets introduced. Yeah, first. yeah. Well, actually, yeah. They're so okay. This episode is yes. actually great, despite having ha- like there's th- if they feel all equally weighted. Mm. And, and weirdly separated, like the yes, the, where they appear throughout the timeline is kind of odd. That's really good. Yeah, there's not an A or a B plot. There's like three C plots. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. It's weird. So it's a little one, discombobulating. Yeah. So one of the plots is uh, Duffland. Yeah. So one of the plots is Homer and the Sandwich. Yes. <laughs> I feel like that's more of an aside, but yes. Well, I, we go back to that several times. Yes. And one of the plots is Selma wanting to have a baby. One of the plots is like a funeral. Oh, yeah, a funeral. There's, okay, four. There's a lot of stuff happening into this episode, which is actually a very, quite an iconic episode. Holy shit. There's a few things. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. my God, I've seen that. I really interested. So this is a majority Patty and Selma episode. They wanted to kind of focus back on them. Yeah, I And I think it. it's. 
it's interesting because like these are our gals, you know. Yes. Um, and I, but I do like how they're trying to explore their differences as yeah. opposed to their simi- similarities. Yeah. Um, so the difference here is that Selma wants to have a baby and Patty's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, because that makes sense because he would have thought that they always, that both and neither want to have a baby. But then suddenly Selma's like, I'm feeling that cluckiness, I guess. I guess, yeah. The urge. Yeah, so um, so they were all set to go to Duff Gardens, and then Marge comes in and says that the uh, their great aunt Gladys has died, and they yeah. have to go to the funeral, which Homer isn't really good at. Yeah, it's great. Both the kids are like, because- "Oh well, he can't change something," and the other one's like, "Yeah." No, we got to accept these things. And then Homer's like, oh! Yeah, his emotion is incredibly misplaced. Yes, um, <laughs> he's like a child. <laughs> yeah, like a fucking child. He hugs Selma and Patty and they say, close your eyes and think of MacGyver. <laughs> it's very and good. It's very good. They, I love so that many. they go to the buzzing sign. Oh, yes, diner. I was about to say that. that. What a great joke. There's so many fucking great jokes in this in the buzzing really sign good. diner. Along with Lucky Stiff Funerals. Amazing. Two in a row. So banging. This is a Code 9 Brian episode, isn't it? Um, It is not one that he's written in its entirety. But he produced this episode. Uh, He was on stuff as one of the executive producers for this. This is written by David M. Stern. Yeah, right. Fun note, Conan O'Brien came up with the name Jub Jub. (gasps) Really? Yes. Jub Jub. Amazing. 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 I love Jump Jump. I love Jump Jump too. And I, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so this is a bit odd, but like my feelings for Jump Jump mm. are like the opposite of my feelings for Jar Jar Binks, even though the, the character from Star Wars, even though they both look quite similar and the they names do. are uh, kind of similar. They are. I, lo- I love Jub Jub and I hate Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, look, yeah. Jar Jar Binks gets a bad rap. Um, it's maybe it's because he's annoying. He is annoying, but also a weird racial stereotype. Yeah. But that's George Lucas for you. Uh, mm, not a fan. No. I mean, I love Star Wars. I, oh. I, I fucking love, you love know, I'm a I love Star Wars. Uh, but there is something very unique about. I just think that the cultural touch point of the prequels is just so incredible. <laughs> I just, I can't wrap my head around it. I think it's so. It's almost like it happened on a different timeline. Like, yeah, is it was there George a, left to his own devices. Just like, is, that a mine? is it a Berenstein Bears moment that there is some <laughs> alternate universe out there in which the prequels are actually good? Yes. But isn't it weird now that we have somehow come full circle and the prequels now have got people being like, they're not so bad. That's because... And they are full... And they have <laughs> provided a rich mine of meme content. Oh, So God. rich. So rich. I think so, people are, like, defending them because they were little children. They were yes. kids. And so they have all this nostalgia value because the nostalgia value adds so much to how much you love a Very a true. Thing. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I like uh, the little moment when... Selma kicks off the eulogy guy oh and then says she wasn't a rich woman oh. about Aunt Gladys and everyone up, gets up and leaves. Oops. And then one guy comes back and he has that little voice and he goes, I forgot my hat. I forgot my hat. <laughs> it's like, ah, so good. Lionel Hutz is the executor. Yes. Lionel Hutz comes up everywhere. He, like, 
I'm surprised he didn't he's say you might to. remember me from previous executive of funerals. <laughs> that's that's the different. That's um, Phil Same vibe, Hartman. Though. Yeah. They uh, watched this uh, video will of um, great art. What's her name? Gladys. Gladys. Like Gladys Berejiklian. <laughs> so Gladys Berejiklian <laughs> gives Marge her potato chip collection. You just called Aunt Gladys Gladys Berejiklian. I know. I'm, okay. It's a joke. Have okay. you, is it not a joke? Should I take that out? No, it's fine. Um, okay. Anyone who's not from Australia, Gladys Berejiklian is the New South oh. Wales premier. Um, and we all know who she is because of the, cause the pandemic and in Australia – uh, all the states were able to take on quite a lot more power than we had previously thought was possible. So now every, most Australians know the names of most of the major um, premiers for each state. Look, I tell you, COVID's done a lot for the optics of politics. We know who these people are now. And Holy we care shit. slightly more. Yeah, yeah. I know so much more, including... It's bizarre. Yeah, like Paris, ba- Gladys Berejiklian the other day was just memed because she took a photo of herself in a lounge room and the television's up at an lo- odd angle and she's there by herself and the spot of the television's weird and she's holding a, an unopened uh, Coke Zero can. Yes. Oh, my God. It was one of the worst setups for I Love Sport because I am Australian politician ever. Yeah, it looks like she like she plugged it into like one of those AI machines and it popped out what she should do. Yes, yes. It's like TV, a uh, can of thing. Um, scarf? Scarf. Question mark? <laughs> no friends. No friends in a really weird looking room that yeah. is not her lounge room. Definitely uh, not her lounge room. Those couches. It yeah, super weird. Anyway, so yeah, that's, that's who that, she is. That's what, Good that's point. Thank you for making that correction. Yes. Gladys Berejiklian. So do you know that there is actually the reason this potato chip thing is in this episode is yeah. because for a brief moment in time there was a woman called Myrtle Young. Yeah. Great. Who had great name. A, who, oh, I know. Who had a potato chip collection. And no. Went through a period of time in which she went on a bunch of different late like talk shows and she had this like quirky little collection what? hobby. And uh, and people went, hey, that's a fun pe- puff piece. And got her, and she got famous. What? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because she had a potato chip collection. She did. Yep. She had a potato chip collection. So her most famous appearance was on Johnny Carson, right? <laughs> In 1987, yeah. Uh, so she was showing everybody her like chip collection. She's like, and this one's a dinosaur, and this one is is a pair of dirty socks, and <laughs> this is one that looks like a Rodney Dangerfield. Oh my gosh! And Johnny Carson pretended to eat a chip, <gasps> like he had a bowl of chips hidden away from her, and when yeah. she was looking the other direction, he just picks one up and goes crunch, and she swings her head around and looks at him and then looks down and like immediately tries to count them all and he's like oh Myrtle I'm so sorry I didn't know we just had this this bowl of chips over here Uh." and I'm like you bastard how dare you you frighten the poor woman (laughs) was she old in the video she was she was Ah! old in 1987 no she did not pass away until 2014 wow wow she was 90 she was born in 1924 holy shit yeah good on her Good innings. Yeah, good innings. Good innings. So that is what that is based on. Isn't that fucking wild? Oh, my God. Slow yep. news week when she got famous. So they also got a grandfather. So Samler and Patty got a grandfather clock. Oh, old father time. That ominous clanging. That was quite funny. 
just briefly have yep. got a weird story about heritage and like heirloom grandfather oh, clocks. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Funny because this just came up uh, recently in my family. But like, so my grandfather <clears throat> bought a clock, right? Mm-hmm. What I didn't know, this is a clock I grew up with, like yeah. in my in my grandparents' home. What I didn't know was that his father bought a clock as well, yeah. a grandfather clock, and was going to pass it down through the family. Um, but then he got it, he gave it to his, like he ended up giving it to his, like a middle son or something, oh, yeah. as opposed to the eldest son. Yeah. Uh, and then that middle son sold it. <gasps> but then didn't tell anybody he sold it. And then a few years later, bought a new one. <gasps> So then my grandfather starts inquiring about this clock and being like, by the way, you know, you're not the eldest. So like, what are you? And then then the rumor got out that it wasn't the original clock, you know, bought by the, you know, my great, great grandfather. Yeah. And then that rumor was confirmed. Yes, I sold the original, but I bought a new one. So we're okay. <laughs> but my, my grandfather was like, fuck you. And then bought his own fucking clock. <laughs> and it's like, we're going to start the family heirloom tradition. <laughs> So my mum was back up at my grandparents' house recently talking and regaling the story with her brother. Yeah. And she went, you know what? I seem to remember that he wrote a note about this. I reckon, and put it in the clock, I reckon it's still there. So she went, this is in our year in 2021. She yeah. went into the lounge room, looked in the bottom of the clock and found a letter there from <gasps> 1979. Fuck Yes. Saying that that the clock uh, was bought in 1979, it had the receipt. It was bought for eight hundred dollars back in the day, and that it had to be given to the eldest Davis son, <laughs> like as part of the tradition, <laughs> as part of it. Um, she, so my mom was with her brother, right? They were up there because her other brother, my other uncle, was very sick, um, yep. and he did pass away. Yeah. So the house and the contents are now being sold off. Oh. So the clock needs to go to the eldest Davis boy. But my brother is a bock, but he is the eldest of this generation. But he's not getting the clock. Who's getting the clock? (laughs) My uncle, whose last name is Davis, his firstborn son. Oh. So it's actually skipping down. (laughs) I'm like, did you not think that maybe mum was going to have a boy and therefore there would be so much? And fortunately, my brother's like, I don't want this clock. I don't care. It's fine. Great. But the fact my grandfather wrote a fucking note in 1979 and put it in the bottom of the clock and was like, this is going to happen. And it was all signed, signed from, you know, Joe Davis. And, Lord, and it was this whole fucking thing. And I was like, it wasn't even an heirloom to begin with. From the 70s. A clock from the 70s. A clock from the 70s. <laughs> That's very funny. That is so it just, very petty. You couldn't believe when they say you give me a grandfather call on, on this episode at this time. Yeah. And I went, what the fuck, Simpsons? The Simpsons episode is quite spooky aligned with your life. Like you it just, is. You did just inherit an iguana called Jub-Jub. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah. He's so beautiful. Mm, you scratch his belly. Mm, he bites me. <laughs> he bites you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, so they get the grandfather clock, and in this video, uh, great-aunt Gladys says to um, her daughters, Patty and Selma, like, you should have kids. And Patty's like, whatever. And Selma's like, oh, fuck. 
Yeah, it really hits it. Yeah. I mean, have you ever had that feeling? Not that I can recall, no. <laughs> no family member from beyond the grave has ever oh. given me paternal advice. Oh, I just mean that feeling of like, I de- oh, I guess I, I should have, have a baby. Be- yeah. I'm 35. I'm sure it'll be any day now. Yeah. But, um, nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually had it earlier this year. Oh, did you? Which I was like, no, no. <gasps> Is it when all feeling. of our friends were having kids? Um, uh, kind of, but it was. I went to one of those uh, marches. Uh, I can't remember what the march was for. It was like a big protest down at yeah. Treasury Gardens, and I was standing there, and because I went by myself, because I thought I'd just run into people, because you usually do, but there were two. There was, it was a big march, so I didn't. There was too many people. Turns out, good on the march though. Um, and so I was looking around, and then I saw this uh, big bosomy art teacher looking mum. Yep. Yeah, you know, like big bosomy with. Flowing. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Like but- red rimmed glasses. Yes, asymmetrical yes. haircut. Yeah, totally. Big chunky jewelry. Yes, art fashionable mom. rich art mum kind of. Yes. Yes, I saw her and she was there with a friend, and then art mum's um, teenage daughter came up to her, and teenage daughter was like, "Hey, mum, these are all my friends." And the art mum was like, "Oh, hey!" And then they were all just standing there having a nice time, and I was like, "Oh, that'd be nice." And then like. <laughs> Two days later, I went and visited our friend Rose and her baby, and and Rose was like, "Do you ever think about having kids, Claire?" And I was like, <laughs> "Rose, you gateway." I know. Rose. I was like, "God damn it!" I just had this feeling like two days ago. She's like, "Nah, I mean, you should have a kid." I was like, "Oh my god!" No, oh my god! She wants everyone to now. That's what she wants. <laughs> she does. I know your plan, Rose. I know your plan. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. I'm so amazed that like you, what hit you in your ovaries was a teenager. Yeah, I mean that that kid looks cool and fun. I don't. Yeah. Uh, and all of her f- friends and stuff, and the way the mum interacted with the kid. Like the teenager, mm-hmm. I don't feel that strongly when I see a mum and a baby or a mum and a child. Yep. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, I feel it. When I'm like, oh, looks like a cool teenage ch- uh, person. Yeah, ten ten years of doing that, and then you've got a cool person. Yeah, but then I was yeah. like, oh god. But then like, like I, I'm reading a book called Adults, and the main character, uh, she's 35, and and she's just kind. I don't want to give any spoilers, but. Anyway, uh, so I'm like, oh, God, I'm 29. If I want to have a kid, I've got six fucking years to find a person, mm. have a career that will actually keep me on going and then also give me um, <laughs> maternity leave and get, get cracking. And I'm like, oh, my God. And also decide how you want to bring up your child. And it's like, okay, you better save up for, like, Steiner school because I don't want to make that kid be exposed to the internet before the 16s. I'm like, fuck. I enjoy that you went for the practical steps first. <laughs> Um, which I feel is actually the fault of anyone that wants to have kids. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. try and think about it practically. <laughs> no. I don't want it. Yeah. It's got to be all emotion, baby. No. All emotion. Just no. give in to them hormones. That's the way. <laughs> don't try and justify it. You never will be able to. No. Just have that little feeling and go, <laughs> well, I just, I'm just going to leave the birth control on the side. And oh, you know God. what? If it happens, it happens. <laughs> I think it's also because I'm coming up to my five-year annual um, anniversary of me and my IUD. So I have to get it changed at the end of the year. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. And right. so I reckon when I do that, the doctor will have a conversation and be like, 
You can get it taken out at any point, though. Yeah, I know, but I reckon they'll be like, hmm, you're 29. They'll probably have to. Uh, is it like a driver's license where it's like, well, we can put in one for two years. Yeah. Uh, or we can give you a 10-year one. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And there and is actually a new one. And you've got to carry it with you at all times, you know. <laughs> well, apparently there is a new one which is smaller, but smaller, so it's good, but it'll last only for three years. Uh. <laughs> and I reckon that the doctor will try and convince me to have that one. <laughs> proof of id yeah anyway sorry well oh yeah so no no i'm just i'm just interested i'm really glad to hear that you are having these feelings and not letting them kind of get in the way of like you know it's almost like there's two different camps it's like yeah. you either are completely child free oh my god gross get them away from me yeah or you're like oh my god so clucky really want one and, you know, you're in the position to be able to, like, oh, just, like, keep hounding my husband to, like, you know, let's have a kid. I'm baby crazy. Yeah, come like, on, just power me with a seed, husband. Yeah. And it's like you have, you're not allowed to have these feelings unless you have the setup, I guess. Mm. I think it's, you know, yeah, it's a lot of pressure either way and that there is a lot of gray area. Like there is a lot of capacity to feel like this sometimes and not feel it other times, yeah. feel it really strongly and then, you know, then be ambivalent. Yeah. Yeah. It always feels like we're supposed to have this all or nothing approach. Yeah. And I think that's really fucking weird. Yeah. It's definitely not yeah. all or nothing. There's so many various shades and things. On the whole, I would say I'm not, you know, experiencing that cluckiness. But I like kids, yeah. and I have come to like them way more than I used to as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're funnier than I used to think. Yeah, they were. and like understanding. And now that all my friends have had some as well, it's like, well, I can't be like ill, gross kids, or else I won't be able to see my friends. Yeah, like, I exactly. actually have to develop some kind of like baby aligned skills. You know yeah. how to hold one properly, how to play with one, how to talk to one. Yeah, you, like you do have to have those kinds of, and that, and then the, the exposure maybe gives you a little bit more of an idea of what you might be in for. Yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah, babies, 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 babies. Well, the whole episode's like got a lot of a lot of that. What a lot of big questions in the episode. I guess so. Yeah. Um, surprise. So, so then we cut back to like after they've gotten. The things like the well, stuff, the stuff. Yeah. day that uh, the Simpsons family are meant to go to Duffland, uh, Homer wakes up and he's very sick. At first, he looks like he's dead, which um, great, which is actually very funny because my nephew, uh, who's seven, um, after my dad died for and ever, kind of ever since, my nephew's seven, he's like, "Do you remember when Grandpa died?" I'm like, he asked me, and I'm like, "Yes, Teak, I do remember when Grandpa died." And he goes, "He mm-hmm. looks like this." And then um, <gasps> I'll show you, Bok, and then I'll describe it. He goes, <laughs> uh, so my my nephew, my little seven six year old nephew, he like he uh he tries to cross his eyes and he pokes out his tongue, crosses leans his, his hands, head back, yeah, and Blah. like looks like a cartoon version of a dead person, like. That's pretty accurate. What you've just done for me is quite good. Yeah, and I'm like, yes. and I can't laugh. I can't help but laugh, even though I'm oh, like, it's that's funny. such a morbid thing to think so about. So horrible. But- kids, yeah, I mean, we'll stay on this then. Yeah. Because it's coming up. But, like, kids, I think they really pick up on people's feelings. And 
but they don't quite comprehend what those feelings are yet. So yeah. all they know is it's a sensitive topic in some way and it gets a reaction whenever it's spoken about. Yeah. So I really think that sticks in their fucking little minds. And also right? the idea that the person that they knew and was alive is now no longer around and everyone talks about them very differently. They're like, oh, they were there and now I can't see them yes. anymore. And now I can't see them anymore. We've had like, yeah, a similar thing. My sister with my uncle passing. Yeah. And like, <laughs> what was it? My mum told me like she was taking care of the kids and so the nephew's like five and like three, right? Yeah, yeah. And one of them's like, what happened to Uncle Greg? And it's like, well, he went into a box and the, then he gets put, they, big, they, dig, they dig a big hole and they put him in a box and they put him in the ground and then they put a stone over him and then he goes to sleep forever. <laughs> and I'm like... Oh, yeah, th- that's pretty much it. I think you've got it covered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> that's accurate. <laughs> accurate, you might say. Yeah. yeah. And, but then, like, the the, the five-year-old's gotten confused because my uncle was younger than my mum. Oh, yeah. So he's a bit like, but so far he's only been told people are very, very old and very, very sick. Yeah. So it's a little confusing. And now he's kind of been like, well, nanny die. You know, and uh, that's that's tricky. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. That's so tricky. I'm and I think be like, my, yes, actually, Nanny will die one day. One day, but it's like, but she's very, very strong, so she'll be around for a really long time. Yeah. Um, and you'll be very, very old, you know. That's yeah. the other thing as well, so give him. And then, obviously, it comes with a mummy, will you die? Oh, God. And my sister was like, no, mummy will never die. <laughs> And I'm like, hell yes, that's some parenting right there. Yes, Samantha. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's very good. Very, very good. Anyway, what were you up to? Uh, So um, Homer wakes up and he's very sick because he's been eating (laughs) an old sandwich. So good. You've been eating that sandwich again, haven't you? (laughs) Marge, I'd like to be alone with the sandwich. Little mushrooms growing on the sandwich. Yeah, it was little olives poking out. It gets the colours. Ah, oh, they use some very extraordinary colours. Oh my god! It goes oh from a, a sandwich that he has with Lenny, and then it turns into this horrible dark black, purple, <laughs> mu- growing mushrooms on top because it yeah. is so old and wet. So old. Yeah, wet. It looks gr- it looks rubbery. Yeah, he end. like shakes it and it makes a horrible f- sound like a wet fish. <laughs> so he gets food poisoning and he cannot yeah. go yeah. to the garden. So Selma decides to take, well, Selma offers to take the kids to Duff Gardens while he stays at home and goes increasingly weird colours of green. Yeah, and watches porn um, with Marge. So Selma's been dating as yeah. well, yeah. Uh, dating in the 90s, so with all that um, technology available to her. Yeah. We get a brief look at what Willie's putting out there. Oh, is that that's his name? That old man? That old... No, 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 that's oh. Hans Molman. I'm oh. talking briefly about when we see Willie, yeah. the groundskeeper Willie, in his shirt. Oh, with a few... yes! I'm surprised that I have to remind you. Oh, because... God. I, yeah, that was great. Chest out, Willie. Oh, oh, Willie could ravage me. Hans Molman, on the other hand. <laughs> There's no ravaging when it comes to Hans Molman. Oh, uh, yeah. She no, imagines uh... their children and they're small and children, but they're old and mole-like and they all hit each other on the head and they collapse. Even someone has standards to know that Molman 
jeans would not be strong. No, not be strong. Not strong at all. This isn't my house. <laughs> Little mole man. Oh, Barney's sperm, on the other hand, potent. Oh, he is, yeah, he's making bourbon babies all over Springfield. Yeah, she um goes to a sperm donation clinic and Barney's in there and he's like pumping out the man juice and there's burping all over the city as a result of that. Oh, gosh. Oh American gosh. healthcare system, you get paid for donations. You do. It's yeah. actually tricky to donate sperm here. Yeah, like, it is. You can, it's, it's completely volunteer. And it has to be like a gift, I think. <laughs> well, that's you know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, most men would probably consider it a gift. Uh. <laughs> but I think you have to to do it. Can I get easily. store credit? <laughs> are we that podcast Strange now? We time. are. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. I think you have to uh, give it to someone that you know as an offering. I pay tribute. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing you say is gonna. <laughs> Nothing. God, give me another one. Oh God, you can. I suppose it's redeemable anyway, um, <laughs> like a gift card. So I think Selma. You can use it at the Seven <laughs> Eleven. Can I swap this for a vegan meat pie? Uh, sure. A large Slurpee for a dollar. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> a Slurpee for a Slurpee. Uh, the spoon can be used for insemination. Oh God. <laughs> All right, so I think uh, Selma takes uh, Bart and Lisa to Duffland because they think she wants to see kind of what it's like to have kids, I guess. That's why um, she it's offers. Not, it's not articulated, but it does It does come out over their time at the theme park yes. um, <sighs> that it is, in fact, quite hard to, uh, when you've got two quite wily yeah. children. Um, it's exhausting. It sounds exhausting. And that's where they go into the it's a small world after all. Um, the whole idea of a of a alcohol-themed Disneyland does sound pretty fucking great. Yes. Um, I would, I would I, hasten to say that that is almost what uh, Dark Mofo is. Yeah. <laughs> Disney, but with alcohol. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Try the mm-hmm. hot spice cider. Try this uh, funny beer. Let's try all this. Try that. Try this. Yeah. And now a laser show. A laser <laughs> show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so Lisa on the ride, she is dared to drink the water. She's like, I don't think that's water. And then they have an argument, and Selma's like, just drink the water. So she drinks the water, and she gets high. So trippy. So she starts tripping out. Tripping, tripping out. Balls, as they yeah. say. Like, mm-hmm. she is seeing things. What? Meanwhile, Homer is recovering at home from the sandwich. And once again, it is used. If the kids aren't there, Homer and Marge are fucking. They're like, fucking. That is just, that's just what's happening. Where is Maggie? Good question. Which will never Not be here. answered. Anyway. Not anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bart and Marge, Bart Marge, Homer and Marge are watching the porn. Hercules porn. Yeah, just having a little bit of role play. It's great. I love it. Meanwhile, um, Lisa says the thing that we... I didn't realise that this was in this episode. Iconic. Iconic. They get taken into the uh, that little room where, which you've heard about, where kids do get kind of arrested and taken off to this little, like, Disneyland cops thing where that mm-hmm. happens. And then... Lisa Burt, like gets taken into this room and she's wearing a blanket and her eyes are high and wide and she opens up her arms and she says, 
I am the Lizard Queen. Yes. I've seen that as tattoos. I know. It's very referential. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And it was such a small moment, but it was great. But I was like, this is that moment. That is that moment. Apparently it's based on a, a poem that the Doors used to do live. Really? I don't know. That's a fun reference. Something like that, but it's just... I've not seen the Doors live, so... Oh, I know. That went over Neither my head. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I just think it's amazing. I yeah. think it's such a good line, and she looks so crazy, especially because she's so straight-laced all the time. Yeah, I love it. I love it. She inadvertently went on the wrong side of the tracks and had a kind of a wild time. A wild time, and then uh, so Selma receives a bunch of pills. Thank you, doctor. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So she takes him home and then Homer's like, how was it? And and the little Lisa's like, I'm coming down. She literally says, yeah, I'm coming says, down. I'm coming down. Yep. Pops a pill, <laughs> pills. goes to her room. I'm like, oh boy, I know that feeling. <laughs> what's the pill? What's the one? What's the ones you take? Like the serotonin ones? Oh, the one for the next day. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. It's like hydro. It's like hydrodol, but for drugs. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. remember. But yes, yes, they give him out at festivals. Oh yeah, here, take this. You need this tomorrow. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I'll be responsible while I'm taking illegal substances. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Because that's the world we live in now. <laughs> what? Could you just test them to see if they're pi- no, no, that's yeah, no, no pill testing. Can't do right. any actual testing, but no. here's the thing. Here's some vitamins for the next day, and then so it ends with Patty and Selma inheriting uh, Jub Jub because yeah. their mother couldn't. Yeah, it's their mother. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't look handle after it. She it. was like trying to stab it with a kitchen knife or something. So she gets it and she sings You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman, a reference to the season four finale of the sitcom Murphy Brown, in which Murphy Brown sings a song after giving birth to her baby. Oh, my God. Right. There's I, so many 80s references I in this one. I loved it. That yeah. was great. I, I loved that she sung You Make Me Feel. And wow, it's beautiful. I've seen that. People share that, that little clip of her singing to Job Job. Another iconic moment. Lots of iconic moments. So the many. solution when you don't want to have kids is to get a a scaly looking <laughs> plant, which is kind of what Jub Jub is. Yes. Get a scaly plant. My brother gave me a Monstera, but I don't have it at the moment. Maybe that's why I'm reflecting more. That I, maybe is why. Yeah. I can't you need talk to, to my... channel all of that love into a plant. something else. A plant. <laughs> gotta take mum to the dog's home. We've got to adopt a dog, I think. Oh, that'd be fun. Mm, I would like that. Yay. Yeah. Get us a little doggy. Yes, yes. I also want to get a dog at some point. Yes. Pretty great. A little mate. A little mate. Yeah. Maybe, a, like, I want one and then Ferris wants one. So I'm like, we get two. We get, then they could be friends. Yes. Friend mates. Yeah, one each. A little one and a big one. And the little one bosses the big one around. Yes. As they mm-hmm. should. As they should. Yes. My favorite type of dog friends. Big and small. <laughs> Big and small. What did you think of this one overall? <laughs> I loved it. It was so funny, but it was like so the the way they told the story, as we discussed at the start, was so weird and out of order, and how everything there was no A and B. It was like one story yeah. ends, and then I'm but, gonna say, considering that Marge versus the Monorail was the episode before this, I yeah. feel like this one is a little bit underdone. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they just kind of took a bunch of side plots and just sort of smooshed them together. 
that maybe they didn't have enough content to make an entirely Patty Selma episode in some way, so they had a few diversions yeah. or something. Maybe they just weren't brave enough. They could have gone further with the funeral anyway. Yeah, yeah potentially. I, I feel like it's not as strong as some of the other ones we've had no. No, recently. No, but it's still so funny. Oh, my God. But very, very charming. So many great lines. Like I, yeah. I think my favourite joke is the buzzing, buzzing sign diner. Buzzing sign diner. Pretty good. So good. I have this... I just really like Jub Jub. Jub Jub. Jub Jub is such a little sweetheart. I want a Jub Jub. Me too. <laughs> Guess that's the next tattoo. Yes. Or a, a pet. Or a pet. Would it, be, would it be weird if I only have Simpsons tattoos from now on? No. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get one, it's a slippery slip. Oh, God. Don't you I ordered a uh, po- uh, home... <laughs> Stick and poke. Of course you did. Yes. Yes. We're doing it. It's happening. We're doing it. We're doing it. Stick and poke. Stick and poke. Stick and poke. (laughs) Two weeks in quarantine. It leads me going. Oh God. Hell yeah. No. I love this idea for you. I love this for you. Yeah. (laughs) It's happening. Cool. Well, that's it from us. That's great. So yeah, we're gonna be doing more recording. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally gonna be doing it. We will, because uh, we got to finish off the season, season four, season and then four. we're two thirds of the way there. Hey, no, one third of the way there. Hey, we've Three, almost four, five, done six, it. Seven, eight. We'll just take yeah. five more years. Yeah, it'll be easy. So find us on like YouTube. Oh, no, not YouTube. Fuck. Um, <laughs> Instagram, Instagram and Twitter and Twitter and East Springfield Pod. Yeah. Like. Tell us that you like us so then we actually do this more. Yes. Yes. Turns out I posted being like, hey, we're back. And a bunch of people were like, oh, my God. Thank God. I've been waiting. I was like, what? Why have you been so... What? What? Who are you fans? I don't understand. Yeah. Next episode is a brother from the same planet. Ooh. Like brother from the same mother, but brother from the same planet. Cool. I think that's yeah, that seems about right. Is yeah. it? Is that? You want to guess what it's about? Has it got those two weird aliens, the big <laughs> ones? Kane and Kodos. Yeah. I do not believe so, oh. but nice guess. Yeah. That's my guess. Okay, it's actually Bart does one of those Big Brother programs. <gasps> wow, cool. Yeah, where you get to spend time with an older person. Oh, I thought you meant like the TV. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Oh, I understand. Yeah, we had that. We we called them buddies. Yes. Yeah, yes, the buddy system. Buddies. So yeah. it's a buddy system. Yeah. But in that's America, they time. call it the Big Brother, Big System. Big Brother program. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. All right. We'll see you then. See ya. Thanks for listening. Okay. Bye. I love Bye. you. Bye.